Good morning. This is Dee Dee Banks. I hope all is well. I love you. And I've been praying for each and every one of you uh, that we make it through this tough season. Now, there's two things that I want to uh, go into um, to start off uh, speaking about uh, that touched my soul um, over the last week or so is COVID-19 and getting out and voting. Uh, COVID-19, as we all know, has intensified and we are in a situation that a lot of people are going to become ill and we have to be ready for this family and we have to uh, protect ourselves uh, from what is about to come. There are a lot of people out there who think this is a hoax and they don't believe in it and they don't want to wear masks and we have to fight for what's right. Um, Wearing a mask is to protect the other person from getting uh, the virus just in case you have the virus. So it's about respect and caring for our brothers and our sisters. Uh, Amen. And the children. So people that don't want to wear masks, you have to beware. I ran across a situation um, at my, I only work a couple of days a week. I'm really retired, but I jumped out to get out of the uh, home to to just keep myself occupied and busy and keep abreast about what's going on out there in the working environment uh, that turned me off. I am a entrepreneur uh, by by spirit, but um, uh, I need to see what's going on uh, out there in the uh, corporate America and how people are reacting on the job. And um, I come in contact with people who are Trump supporters Uh, And they are racist. So I am the only black woman in uh, the office of of probably, there's quite a few people, close to 75, but most people are working from home. But people who come into the building and they refuse to wear a mask, they look at me and they see that I'm black and they get very defensive um, when I say that they need to wear a mask before they enter into uh, the vicinity, our, our uh, office space, and they become belligerent and irate, uh, first of all, because I'm a black woman, and secondly, because they don't, they believe that it's a hoax. And what we're facing now, um, family, is people who have this inbred racism in them, especially now that Trump has been in office, and we have a vice president who is of color and they are angry about it because we have been looked upon as a lower class citizen. Black women have always been looked upon as lower class citizen to these people who are racist. Um, They never let go of of the fact that um, we are uh, equal to them and uh, black women are rising above the occasions they're getting the jobs they want they're having the families that they want they're they're uh, marrying and and doing things that only the white women were were eight were able to do and we have always been left behind to a certain extent um, there we've always been given some crumbs 
uh, you know, to satisfy them. But once you start rising above getting crumbs and you start getting the meat, uh, they're not happy about it. We are beautiful. We are intelligent and people are hating it. We're living in a misogynist environment where men not only hate black women, but they hate women in general. We as women have been put uh, considered lower class. And you could tell this by the way the President of the United States uh, responds to women. Uh, He responds to all women uh, in a negative, uh, um, uh, what am I trying to say? It's it's a negative, what word am I trying to use? Uh, Context. It's always negative uh, context that he uses when he addresses women. If they're a little overweight, he calls them fat. If they're not as attractive to him, he calls them ugly. If they're intelligent and beautiful, he calls them nasty. Um, He is a very angry man against women and have always thought women was beneath uh, him. You know, you can touch women anytime you want to. You can stick your hand up their dress. You could touch their breast. You can, you can, um, sexually, um, assault them, uh, in any kind of way you can verbally assault them. Uh, it, we have gone through so much and we as women, um, I'm proud of us that we are overcoming these barriers that men have been put, putting in place to keep us down. But then there's the other, now there's the queens, I call, we're all queens, but there's different levels of, of uh, queen being queens. Uh, there's the unconscious queen, uh, the woman that doesn't know she's a queen and has been abused most of her life. Men have taken advantage of her, not only just men, but women. People have taken advantage of her because she's unconscious. She doesn't know who she really is because of her upbringing. And then you have the uh, conscious queens who either they were broken, but they they uh, educated themselves and they realized who they are, or they were raised in an environment where they knew who they were. They had a support system to support them, and they have they are conscious queens. So. Uh, me, myself, I uh, was a unconscious and broken queen. And now I have had to educate myself and build myself up with the Lord, with the love of Christ to help me be the conscious queen. And for me, without knowing Jesus Christ and the relationship that I have with Jesus, um, I would not have had the strength. I, I couldn't have done it uh, on my own. And I thank God for um, Bishop and Pastor uh, R.C. Blake, who have uh, taught and spoken life into me and to help has helped me overcome some of the insecurities that I've had in my life. I see where I failed and uh, is because of my childhood, what I went through and I had to raise myself uh, from the age of uh, 16, uh, you know, till I had to raise myself. So with that, you're going to overcome, you're going to encounter and you have to overcome some of the um, things in life that are not healthy for you. Uh, So I am pressing my way through and every day I get stronger and stronger. And I thank God for that. Uh, I thank God for the love of Christ for that. And so what what is is bothering my conscience so much is that there's so many 
conscious, unconscious queens out there, uh, young ladies that are still uh, in the mindset of they're they're being treated less than. And and a lot of uh, young ladies don't realize that I'm talking about the age of from the 18 year olds to like the almost the 40 year olds when I talk to them and uh, the young women are so um, conditioned uh, to feel that they have to do what society says that they have to do, which is uh, lay on their backs, uh, give sex to whoever uh, demands sex, dress any kind of way to appease them. It's that uh, mentality of men are above and we are below, but we are the heads and we are not the tails. We are equal um, and we need to uh, teach these young girls this. Uh, young girls are still having children by men who don't care about them. And my thing is, if if a young woman, if we as women want to have a family, that is our prerogative to have a family. But you don't bring in broken um, children. You don't have sex with men carelessly. And then you bring up children into a world uh, into a broken world where there's no fathers. And uh, if you love men more than you love children, then you are creating a broken society. You are bringing up uh, children who are broken. And then the the, the, um, uh, it keep, the generations keep building and building and building of broken conscious queens and kings. Okay, so we have to be very mindful of who we are as women and how God created us and how much he loves us so much that he blessed us to populate the earth. Okay? And we should really really think about how powerful how powerful that is to be able to our bodies are made to bring forth life to the earth and for us not to know who we are is a very, very, very dangerous thing. So my thing is develop a relationship with Christ. Okay. It is very, very important that we develop a relationship with Jesus Christ. We're about to become shut in because the weather is cold and it's going to be lonely uh, for a lot of of people, men and women, and loneliness creates a lot of things that we will do that can cause more and more brokenness. So uh, I'm going to speak for the woman because I am an advocate for women. I believe in us being our very, very, very best because if we are our best and we have Christ in the center of it all, We will be able to change this world. I say it over and over again, and we can't do that without loving ourselves so that we can learn to love others. So in order to love, you have to get learn the love of Christ. Christ's love for us is unconditional. Once you learn um, about get develop a relationship with Jesus Christ and, and know how much he loves you. If you don't do that, you're going to have some missing links in your life. And a man cannot give it to you. People cannot give it to you. You have to get it on your own. But we have to develop love, a love base in our soul. So there's love that we get from Christ, learn from Christ. And then the love that is embedded in us will show us 
teach us how to love other people. And love cancels out jealousy, insecurities, all the negative things that has caused problems with the division of women. Because the reason why women are divided, uh, meaning we don't love one another, is because of the misogynist world that we live in. The competitive, the competitiveness of a man wanting to be with a man, wanting to be with a boy. Um, and I just remember when I was even in kindergarten, I had a boyfriend and, uh, it's amazing. I, I really had a boyfriend. I've always had boyfriends, but I just remember the competitive, how the competitiveness starts, uh, as little girls and fighting for little boy, the attention of little boys, because we are smarter, uh, than boys and men. And um, it starts at a very young age. We're just more mature. And I just remember the cattiness and the competitive, the, the competitiveness, uh, even in kindergarten when I was a young, young girl. Um, and I was a pretty little thing. And I just remember other little girls being so jealous and ugly. But I've never had that um, spirit of, of jealousy as a little girl because uh, the personality that I had um boys like me. I mean, because I was very friendly and fun, you know, free spirit and fun. And I've always been that way. But as life goes on and people are jealous, girls and women are so jealous of each other. If they don't have that light that you have, they're going to try to put out your light. And the most damage that has been done to women is from other women. So if we can conquer the spirit of love, loving one another, loving yourself. You got to love yourself because when you love yourself, the crown that you wear, no other woman can fit your crown. Your crown is for you. I say this over and over. We are made differently and the flaws that we have are that's, that, that makes us different from one another. And it's not to beat up each other. It's to empower one another. None of us are perfect at all. And we're striving so hard to look better uh, than the next woman or to be smarter than the next woman, to have more than the next woman. And it is unnecessary because God gave each one of us a crown and you walk in your own crown and you don't compare yourselves to other women and their crowns because you won't make it if you compare yourselves to other people. You have to discover who you are. What are your gifts? You have to sit down during this time of this COVID season. I think it's the perfect opportunity for women to sit down and take a look at ourselves and discover who you really, really are. And that's without a distraction of a man, your job, or people outside influences because we're going to be returning to going back into the home. I think that the country is going to shut down again. I don't know for sure. They're trying not to. The churches have opened up again. They're trying to uh, practice social distancing. But I'm going to tell you something. Family, you have to have isolation time, meaning get to know yourself and stop letting outside influences um, develop, uh, uh, put in your mind that you have to be what the world says that you have to be. So this time 
of uh, the world shutting down and the weather because the weather's going to be colder and we're going to be indoors. I recommend that you figure out who you really are by writing down what your gifts are. What did God create you? What are you good at? What is your best? Who are you um, as a person? And what are your gifts? Write them down. And then also write down, what is it that you want to work on about yourself? What is it that causes jealousy for you, uh, insecurity for yourselves, uh, inac- you know, feeling inaccurate, inaccurate, I'm sorry, I, the morning sometimes I get a little tongue-tied, but, but um, you know, feeling inadequate to other people, where does this stem from? And you have to fix it. You have to go to Christ and you have to allow him to fix it. You have to pray and you have to give this to the Lord so this can be fixed because it can be fixed. And I promise you, by the time we come out of this COVID-19, you will be your best self and you will be able to love like none other. You will be able, be able to embrace your sisters and know how to deal with those broken people, those brothers who are out to, to destroy unconscious women. Okay, because when you're a conscious queen, you're an educated woman. I'm talking about being educated over yourself. If you don't know who you are, someone will will trick you into making you think who you are. So it's very important that we take this time of COVID-19 to invest in ourselves, who we are as individuals. Amen. And then the second thing that I'm very concerned about is what's going to happen on November the 3rd. If our president, the current president, does not win, what is he going to do? Because there is going to be some problems. One is he's going to have to to face being arrested, okay? New York City, he's wanted in New York City. So there's going to be a lot of violence, I think, in the United States um, because of this racism and Uh, Trump not winning because Trump has uh, all these uh, racist and these uh, supremacists. uh, They have come off from under the rocks and they're expressing the hateful, the hate that they have for blacks, um, uh, anyone that is not white. Um, they are coming up against and we as a people have to be ready. You have to have your spiritual armor on. We have to be praying, asking God to heal this land and how we are going to overcome what we're about to face on November the 3rd. If President uh, Trump wins again, we are going to be in trouble. If he loses, we're going to be in trouble We have a fight ahead of us and we have to be mentally prepared for the outcome. And you need directions from the Lord Jesus Christ to lead us and guide us on what is the right thing to do. We have to have our spiritual armor on and ready for this fight. Amen. So these two things are on my mind so heavily um, about how people are uh, treating us, um, you know, if, if, if Biden wins, we've got a, a woman of color, that's a vice president. And really this is, this is going to be bad. These white women who are racist, honey, they are going to come up against that black woman 
on the job and everywhere they can because I get it. I see the spirit of people who do not like me. They don't like the way I wear my hair. It's it's some, they, they like it, but I see the jealousy and the envy because I don't look like them. And the way I conduct myself, I am a woman, not only just a woman, but a woman of God and how I represent a woman of God and people who are evil, they cannot stand the light that you have in Christ. So always have a light and carry that light and sit there and be strong and do not bow down and let any other woman, I don't care what color she is, make you feel that you are less than. But the white supremacists, wives, girlfriends, uh, people that are raised to hate black women, it's going to rise uh, if Biden does win um, because they look at uh, uh, Kamala as a uh, black woman and uh, she doesn't deserve to be in that position and yada, yada, yada. Once again, we are considered less than them. You know, white women who are racist because I've got some beautiful white sisters that I love so dearly. I love them. And uh, we have, uh, I've had a great time, uh, you know, fellowshipping and, and knowing them and loving them. And uh, uh, I love all people. But you got that particular woman who wants your black man, but they don't like you. And so you are going to be, uh, there's a fight, okay? There's this competitive spirit of they think that they're better than the black woman and no one is better than the black woman. We are all equally the same. God empowered us the same. But for some reason, we're going to come up against some a lot of negativity. and But I thank God for um, what happened in uh, May with uh, George Floyd and how he brought the nation together and showed us that there are a lot of um, Caucasians who do love us and they do support us. And I just thank God for that. And I thank God for uh, the brotherhood and I thank God for the sisterhood for us coming together and loving one another. But it's that that other, the other ones, uh, the small percentage that is trying to take us down. And we have to pray for them and along with praying for them, have the power to stand up for yourself and let them know we are not going to accept any type of discrimination, any type of talking down to, any type of trying to make us feel less than it is not happening. So I say, rise up. Uh, um, uh, certain parts of the country of the United States, like the West, um, going more toward Northwest, like I'm uh, from Utah. I was raised in Utah as a young girl, but I lived in the Washington, D.C. area for 30 years. And I thank God for that experience because it empowered me as a black woman to know who I am. When I seen black women with black families, you know, in positions, high positions and doing very well for themselves, it made me so proud to be a part of of that environment and they taught me so much. Now, there was a lot of jealousy, a lot of that uh, negativity stuff. Um, And I just wish, I pray that um, they will, uh, we will all overcome that type of thing. Um, But 
Um, so, you know, there was a lot of jealousy. Uh, I, I received a lot of um, negativity from a lot of them, but I received a lot of positivity uh, from them just watching them from a distance. And um, by me being the type of woman coming from the West and the free spirit that I had and and uh, being in an, an opportunity to have jobs that I was exposed to a very intelligent people, very wealthy people, um, it just helped build me who I am. And I came up against a lot of jealousy uh, with, with women and then the men who um, picked up on uh, the unconsciousness that I have. Um, as a queen, uh, how they would uh, try to take advantage of me also. But it was a great experience. I would not take it back for nothing in this world. And I say this because where I am from, you see a lot of black men um, intera- uh, having children with white women. And uh, so you don't get to see black families like you see in the South and on the East Coast. So a lot of the black girls who were raised, who had black fathers, uh, when they see, um, you know, you don't see, you see biracial children, the wavy hair, the lighter skin, and then it caused the um, African-American girls to feel inferior to white girls and the mixed girls. And so seeing all of that, and I just... I just ask God to just empower me to change the this part, help to change this part of the country with the mindset of these young girls thinking that they're inferior because of not being white or not being biracial and how um, adults pick over African-American girls who had black fathers. So I'm talking about you got nappy hair, you got the darker skin, and then making these girls feel inferior. And these girls are very intelligent girls, but there is a lot of brokenness there. And then the mothers don't know how to deal with it because of you're in an um, environment of less than 1% blacks. Where is the power coming from? And then the blacks that move here on the West Coast from the East Coast and the South, they they follow suit with, with the uh, white and the um, the mixed. And so because they, they don't want to go up against the grain, so they fall in suit. So we've got some problems in this country with women not coming together and judging one another um, because of, of our differences. And so I'm asking the Lord to empower me and bring women along that are conscious queens to help change this nation of women feeling inferior, little girls feeling inferior to white girls and mixed girls. And um, I, I, I just ask God to give it to me every day. And I'm just praying that this will happen in my life because I am for the women, women, I'm fighting for the women because we have been beat down too long and it's time for us to um, be better and stronger and wiser within ourselves, who we are. Stop trying to be uh, this uh, perfect person uh, that the world has made it seem like that we should be like looking at television and looking at uh, the Beyonce's and the uh, all these I don't even get into it I just look at this and go this is disgusting but anyway you know there that's the generation of where they're headed but plastic surgery um, all these things to make us feel 
um, that in order to be accepted, we have to do these things to ourselves. Now, there's things we want to do to make us look a little bit better. Because I tell you what, I would I would love to get a little change, get my breast lifted up because I'm older and I don't like no saggy breasts and all that old kind of thing. But, you know, little stuff like that, uh, it would just lift up. Uh, I just don't like that. So that's one of the things that I would like to do. But if I never do it, I'll just have to put on the bras with the pads and then lift them up and and make my clothes fit a little bit better, whatever it is, the situation. But I still love Dee Dee Banks and uh, I love who I am. And I thank God for that. And I love Jesus because he loves me. And I am so happy to be who I am. And it doesn't matter who I am with That person will never, ever, ever make me feel that I am less than. Never, ever, ever. Because that is the goal, is to keep you down and make you feel that they are above you and they have done you a favor by being with you. And now, oh my God, ladies, there's so many women who men have treated them like that. If it wasn't for them, they wouldn't be this. If it wasn't for that is a lie. It's a bald faced lie. We are queens and honey, don't let nobody make you feel like if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be this and it wasn't for them. No. Uh-uh. No. That is a lie. Jesus is our Lord and our Savior and Jesus is the one who has molded and shaped us uh, and blessed us. And we have been given favor from God to be who we are. So don't let no man make you feel that you are who you are because of them. That's some bull. And maybe, you know, unconscious queens, you have let a man make you feel that way. So you let them trumple all over you and, and disrespect you. But it is a lie. It is a bald-faced lie. They are liars. Most men who are narcissists are liars and they're cheaters and they're pedophiles and they're every negative thing that you can think of. A true narcissist, okay, will tear your life apart. So it's important that you know who you are as a queen, okay? I am not a psychiatrist or psychologist. I'm not in the mental health field. I'm just a woman who loves the Lord and who have been out there for a very long time. And I've been, I've lived in so many uh, cities uh, across the United States from the, from the South all the way to the West. And I've encountered so many things because I'm a people person and I just want to share my life experiences with you and what the Lord has put on my heart. I want to share with you because it's important that we know who we are in order to change the world. Okay, again. The only way to change the world is to change ourselves. And to change ourselves, you have to have love within yourselves, okay? Because if you have hate down in there, you can't change the world. All you do is breed hate and jealousy and and negativity. So you have to overcome those things. And it's a tough thing to do when you've been raised in these environments of uh, being competitive towards uh, each other, what the world uh, says that we should be and how we should be and what we should be doing. Child, please. So we got to fix that, ladies. But anyway, it is 31 minutes and 24 seconds. I'm going to sign off for right now. 
um, I am going to talk about um, in the next episode, I'm going to talk about the psychological defects of a woman's broken consciousness. It's important that I talk about that to highlight areas in our lives that uh, causes us to be um, have broken consciousness. So it's a psychological thing that we have got to um, overcome and to to fix um, uh, that is setting us back. And we need to instill this in our daughters, okay? Daughters, I'm concerned about our daughters. I'm concerned about the boys too, but we have to start with our daughters because we are the ones God blessed us to populate the earth and we have that power. We are very powerful. And in order to know the power, your power, it starts from the little girls being little girls. So um, there's a lot of powerful little girls out there. And I thank God for that. I have met them. I listen to them and I watch them and they are little princesses and they are very strong. And that's because they've had strong influences. But then there is so many, there's a large percentage of powerless little girls. And that's why there's sex trafficking going on right now. Um, Men taking advantage of little girls, taking our little girls, having sex with little girls, 12 and 13 year old little girls. They're being robbed of their uh, virginity and uh, broken. They're being broken at a very young age. There are perverts out there. And most of the perverts out there that are messing with little girls, young girls, they're narcissists. Trust me. So women who are single and you're raising little girls, you watch them busters that you are dating because they will be looking at you, pretending to love you, but they're looking at your daughters and they will be touching your daughters. And you have to be very, you have to be a conscious queen and keep your eyes on these men that you are dating and you do not introduce your daughters to men unless you know for a fact that they are good men to be around your daughters or you will regret. And when little girls are talking and they're telling you things that's happening to them, you better listen to your daughters because it is a sin not to listen to what your daughters are saying. And some women are saying, oh, they just want attention. Oh, no. Watch the behaviors of your daughters when they're not doing well in school. They're turning introverted when they were extroverted. Pay attention to your daughters. You do not choose penis over your children. Never, ever, ever. Ever, If you are whooped by a penis, your conscience is definitely broken and I will be praying for you. You cannot be alone for the sake of your girls to protect your daughters. You've got, you are broken. You are a broken queen. Your conscience is broken. Okay. And I'm going to be praying for you because there's a lot of women out there that are broken and they are being taken advantage of. Okay, I'm at 34 minutes. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. Lord, you have been so good to us, and we thank you. We thank you for uh, keeping us during this tough time of the the uh, coronavirus and the time of a new election for a president, Father God. Lord, empower us and strengthen us. Show us how to do these things. Keep us on the right path, Lord, to do the right thing. 
Father God, there's so many people out there that are hurting. They're hurting because they're unconscious. They don't know who they are, Father. And I ask that you touch them, bless them, show them who they are, and send people who are conscious to help them and to pray over them, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you to help me use this platform to strengthen and build the minds and hearts of people who are broken. Lord, use me to help this broken society of women who don't know who they are and they're being taken advantage of by Satan and his army of of men and women who are tearing down these innocent people that do not know who they are. Lord, we love you and we thank you and we're going to keep on praising you and we're going to keep on honoring you. Those that don't know you, Father God, I ask that you help them and show them the signs of who you are in the name of Jesus. You are the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, and the end. And without you, Lord, we are nothing. We are absolutely nothing. We think we're something. We think we got it going on. But we're nobody if we don't have you in our lives. Lord, thank you today. We give you all the honor and the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you, family. Until the next time, be blessed.